welcome to another episode of Here's the Deal. Mashi, there's people out here who need our advice and we're, I assume, only more than willing to help. It's a scary world when people are coming to us for all that advice, Dennis. Well, you know, out there. that's fair enough. So yeah, if you want advice, personal, professional, lighthearted, serious, head over to htdpod.com. That's htdpod.com, just like this fine gentleman here said, and wrote in to ask... My friend is looking to make a career change into the industry that I work in, and they seem to be asking everyone for advice but me, including doing it in front of me. We've been friends for a long time, and I'm confused about this. I'm more successful or further along in my career than a lot of my friends, but I frequently downplay my achievements to make or make light of them so as not to seem like I'm bragging or looking big-headed. The problem is I think I might have overshot now, and I'm worried I've torpedoed my credibility along the way. These are personal friends I'm talking about, not professional co-workers. So this kind of respect isn't essential or anything, but I'd be lying if I said it doesn't hurt my feelings a little bit. Is it possible to assert myself a little bit more without coming across as an asshole, or should I work towards simply not caring about it as much? So first of all, I think it's you could say yes to both. You sure. I mean? uh, and I think that's a great way to start. This, this raises it. Claire and I were having this discussion um, the other day, and it's really, really interesting this goes something that you and I have talked about this too, where every one of us is the main character in the story of our lives. Yes. We exist in a world where we're all the main characters. So as the main character, we think it's all about us, right? Every decision being made, how everyone's acting, everything that's kind of coming together around us is all about us. It has to be because we're the main character, right? And I think that that, that that's playing a little bit into this, you know, um, because I think there's a bit of feeling that keenness, keenly feeling like, why am I being avoided? Why aren't I being asked? You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think a little bit of that, that there might be a lot less intention going into what's happening around you than what you feel. Um, footnote on the main character thing, you can always make a choice. You can be the hero, the protagonist, you can be a victim. I, I would choose hero, but you can see it a lot when you start breaking down how people are playing the role of the main character in, in their life. Not just a main character thing though. Like even aside from like being like, what about me? There's a lot of anxieties that I have in my life where I'm like, oh, what if people notice this about me? What if they think this about me? And the hard truth behind that is nobody spends as much time thinking about you as you do, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's not only like a little bit naive, but it's also like a little bit narcissistic to think, God, this person definitely saw that I wore this same shirt last week on Tuesday. I bet that, that nobody notices that kind of stuff. Nobody, nobody I mean... I don't even know about narcissism. It's a survival mechanism, right? We, If we don't see, if we don't think you know, put us back in the wild. People, don't, if we don't think that this animal or that thing saw this or knew this, you know, we die. So I think that there's a little bit of a survival instinct in thinking we are the main character because we do want to make it all about us to live to fight another day. But back to this. Um, immediately, I read this question and in my mind, and I don't know, Dennis, I don't know if, you had, if this struck you immediately. I was like, this is simple. Just ask. Hey, Dennis, I, I see you're going into live selling. Like you're streaming. You know, I have a lot of experience with that. I'd love to, I'd love to sit down and, and uh, have a coffee with you and chit chat. You know, if I have any experience or, you know, share my experience with you, if there's any knowledge I have, I'd love, you know, I can see you're kind of getting into that. I'd love to share the benefit of my knowledge or any thoughts I have, if you're open to it. So the first thing I thought to myself is why don't, if this person's a friend of yours and they're starting mm -hmm. something in your industry or something where you think you have overlapping skills, wouldn't it be natural to just ask if they want to meet up? ask if they want the benefit of your experience you're not saying well you know dennis i'm quite successful at this so right. <laughs> you should take me out to a steak dinner and i'll drop some you know nuggets of wisdom on you no, no hey dude you've been doing this 
I, you're just starting in this. I'm doing it. I've done it for, you know, a year or two or whatever it is. Again, it's not about I'm so great. I'm so successful. I've done that. You know, I'm, I'm the man or I'm the woman. It's just, Hey, you're doing something. I have a little bit of experience. I, you know, I think maybe I could talk to you about it. Maybe avoid some of the pitfalls. What do you think about this section where they talk about um, constantly downplaying their own achievement? That's something I think that you and I have experienced. Do you always talk to, to me about how you find it very, very powerful to be underestimated, right? That's mm-hmm. an advantageous position in a lot of ways. But do you think being sort of flippant about that stuff um, starts to wear on your confidence? So, you know, the story that you tell about yourself to other people starts to become the story you believe about yourself, about yourself. So I, I don't downplay, um, I, and this is a really, really good question. And it cuts to a, lo- a heart of a lot of the things that are kind of uniquely Mashi. So I don't want to make this a, a Mashi uh, therapy session, um, though this has come up in therapy. And as, as shout out to Dr. J, my therapist, everyone should try therapy. It's great. Um, as you like to say, you need to own your power more. Um, it's, it's very, very interesting. I think some, and, and you know, as an American, obviously, you know, Dennis is in Europe, and I think it's a very different work culture in the U.S. versus mm-hmm. Europe. A lot of the things I take for granted, for instance, about my own character and how I approach work, I just thought was baseline. You know, uh, I've never thought of myself as a particularly ambitious person, but then I met Claire, and she's like, God, you're so ambitious. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, oh, my God, like the most ambitious person I know. You're always looking to, what are you going to do next? How are you going to level up? What's What's the next big project to work on, you know, with the team and all that stuff? And I think there's a way that that downplaying it in my own mind or not even mentally downplaying it on purpose, but looking at things at as normal when maybe they aren't outside of your little mm-hmm. bubble, outside of where you where you live, how you act. Maybe that's not normal, you know. And so I do think that there's a huge advantage in business to being underestimated. People people won't know what they're dealing with as much. And it's not about it's not about taking advantage of them. It's about getting to see the true person. I think it's really important who you do business with. I think it's really important who you're working with. And it's really important who you decide to collaborate with. And when you are underestimated, you get to see a lot more honesty, right? Like there's a great mm-hmm. quote in Harry Potter that I'm going to butcher, which is if you want to know uh, someone's character, look, they treat the people below them, you know, not their peers, not the people I mean, below even them. In like, even, in, even in the real world, you can see a very, very common way is um, looking at people and the way they deal with like servers and restaurants. Right there. Mm-hmm. If someone is rude to wait stop, I'm like, that is a major red flag for me. Cause there's a level of like depersonalization there. Right. Mm-hmm. Oscar Wilde has, I think it's Oscar Wilde has a great quote that I love. It's like one of my new favorite quotes. Um, hand someone a mask if you want to see their true face. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a way that that depersonalization comes in um, and you get to see someone's real character. But for this person, I don't think it's a problem. I don't think it's a problem to make light of your successes because you need to choose your times and places to to really own that power. That is what I have found in my life, right? Um, for instance, I used to be a practicing attorney. I rarely disclose that. That's not so much not owning the power. People have uh, pretty legitimate, I would say, stereotypes about attorneys. I've had some bad dealings with attorneys myself, uh, both when I was a professional attorney and when I wasn't. So I, I downplay that because like people just have preconceived notions about attorneys. There's, um, but there's then a line in that song from craziest girlfriend which i much which i adore which is nobody ever said let's kill all the tailors that's never high on the list of like no exactly and so um you know that's a little different um i do 
I do use, you know, I'm very hidden in the management team of the company, especially when mm-hmm. I'm streaming. Like I always make fun of those big wigs at CSL management, you know, that management call that I'm going to be on in about 45 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. but um, in my own mind, in my own personal narrative, that's always present. You know, I, I, I know what my role in the company is. I know kind of what power I wield. And um, I do measure my successes, although I do, I do find to really get a handle on my success, it's not internal. I need that reflection from the rest of my team. From Claire, That's what I was going to say. This person's clearly seeking validation, right, of yeah. some sort. And it's because they can't give it to themselves. And that's a that's a much harder thing to learn. That's something you have to go talk to a specialist about, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. But it it manifests itself in weird ways. And this is one of them. It's like, why isn't, why isn't this person recognizing me for achievements that I constantly downplay and don't talk to them about? Why would they? Yeah. And a, why would they? B, why does it matter so much to you, right? That's the key. You know, you can do all that and it doesn't, you know, as long as it doesn't matter to you, it's not a big deal. People always say things like, you know, just get over it or, you know, that shouldn't bother you. Why do you care what people think? And, you know, I think that the answer to that without being glib is because I do. Mm-hmm. And it's not about just saying, let me ignore that. Let me, let me, let me take that feeling, put it in a box, lock it up, and put do not open into my subconscious taped all over it. It's about understanding why that is, what is driving that feeling. So you downplay it and maybe you're downplaying it because you want someone to discover how good and adept you are at it. You know, you downplay it because you want someone to independently come along and say, Dennis, you are Oh my God, I had no idea you have this many views on YouTube. Oh my God, you're, you're, you're VP over there. Why didn't you tell us? Yeah. Jesus, I didn't know that. You know, you're kind of waiting for someone to step on that landmine. And now there's this great example, maybe, I mean, I'm, I'm supposing here, but this is a very common way to do it where you're just waiting, 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 and it's not happening, you know, but I always talk about this with manifestation. You don't just sit there and manifest it. You sit there and try to like, manifest it will it but you got to take steps to make it happen you know mm-hmm. you're not you're not just a passive thing it's not gonna no one's gonna knock on your door and say well here's that thing you wanted so bad you work for it and then you create it so i don't believe in manifestation out. in a mystical sense i do believe that if you try and sit by yourself and think about okay what is this goal how do i visualize myself getting to it that that makes you much more receptive to seeing opportunities and seizing seizing them that you wouldn't have necessarily seen if you hadn't done that if you had like a defeatist attitude about it or whatever so Mm -hmm. i completely agree like obviously you also have to manifest goals that are within your reach you can't manifest like i want to win the lottery because unless that makes you buy a bunch more lottery tickets i don't think it's necessarily gonna bump your chances up i think i think um you you, i want to be careful with that i think you manifest things that are out of your reach that's the real power of manifestation i think manifesting luck is pretty tough um, because right. that's not that's fair. That, you know, that's that's what that's not what we're trying to do. You want to manifest a million dollars, good, manifest a million dollars. I don't think it's about this weird as spiritual as I am, I don't think it's some spiritual, you know, that it's gonna be there. It's more just having that target, you know, having a target for you to aim your conscious, your subconscious, all of your work. You need to there, there we're all in we're all walking down a certain path in life. We're all growing and moving in a direction, right? That's the way the world works. You get older, you move in a direction. If you don't know what direction you're moving in, what's the point? If you're on a road trip and you don't have your navy set, I was gonna say you don't have a map, but that that would date me. You don't have your navy mm-hmm. set, what's the point? Like where are you going? It doesn't matter anymore, right? So with this person, I just think take control of the situation. I, I alluded to this yesterday on the first episode. Like I'm gonna say this a lot. Take control of the situation. If you're waiting for that mentorship opportunity for this person, and and by the way, don't 
where, where the narcissism comes in is don't do it just because you're looking for validation. Do it because you have a genuine, right. something genuine to offer that person. Dennis, I've had a lot of experience here. I know you're just starting it. There's a lot of mistakes I've made. And if you're open to it, I'd love to like go over some of that with you. And I think that, you know, maybe I can help you avoid some, you know, pitfalls that I wish I had done, you know, back in year one. Yeah. And through that, by the way, as we unpack that, you're going to have a casual discussion where you're not bragging, but to some degree, you do need to assert your bona fides. Tony Robbins, one of the things he does all the time is he, he always, always, always kind of inserts. It sounds like he's humble bragging all the time. The people he's worked with, the team, you know, the, the championship warriors. I was talking to my friend, Serena Williams, all this stuff. And that is to validate his status in the eyes of the audience. So they go, oh my God, he did all this. And so there is, you do need a level set in a certain way. If you want to become an authority, if you want to, if you want to become an authority to a wider audience with your friends, not as much, then you just look like a braggart. Right. But right. I, I think here really the key is open yourself up to it. You know, don't sit there and wait for it to happen. If it's something you want to pursue, if you want to genuinely help your friend and share this knowledge and maybe get a little recognition, because, you know, that's okay too. We have this weird culture where it's like, well, you're just doing that for recognition. It's okay to do things for recognition. Like it's okay to be recognized for your successes. There's nothing wrong with that. Doing it too much is problematic, but, you know, I don't think you know, there's this way where you don't need to hide it all away. You can be humble and still be recognized and you can still seek that validation that's okay too. There's healthy ways to seek validation. There's unhealthy ways, right? This feels like fine. You're going to help your friend in genuine fashion. I trust. And you are probably going to get that validation because they're going to say, oh my God, Dennis, I didn't realize you were so expert in this. You were so conversant in this. Jesus, you never told anybody, you know, mm. nothing wrong with that. Okay. Well, look, dear listener, I hope you head out and either, I think it's, I think it's either okay to try and seize and be a little more assertive about it or look within and say, maybe I don't actually need this validation and that's and that's and that's an okay it's okay to settle with that within yourself right that one's a little bit harder and the fact that i think you wrote this out here and shipped and shipped it in makes me feel like you have a chip off your block about it so maybe it is better to i think take a more direct approach a more proactive approach well here, here's the deal no matter what you do understand why you're doing it are you doing it for validation i'm not as big a fan of that are you doing that because you want to help your friend you think you have something to offer i am a big fan of that will, will validation come right i'm the king of like the the indirect target right yeah it will but if that's something you're really looking for, ask yourself why. Mm -hmm. Again, it's not a problem, but ask yourself why. Are you not getting enough validation in other parts of your life? Do you think you're not being professionally rewarded in whatever you're pursuing? Do you have a partner that's maybe not recognizing that, downplaying it to your parents or your close friends because you're hiding so much, not recognize that? And should you change that behavior so that on a regular basis, you're getting some of that validation? Those are all acceptable answers. No matter what you do here, ask yourself what's driving you. And I mean, that's kind of a, you know, Evergreen term, ask yourself what's driving you, but there's the deal. You want to do another one? You want to do parenting? Let's do it, baby. Which one's that one? The list, let me start. It's the bottom.